Welcome back to InPod, your weekly dose of all things inflow. I'm your host, Nick Sweeney. I hope this podcast finds you happy, healthy, doing well. Uh, right now, I'm in Ohio, and currently things are locked down or under quarantine for the time being due to a global pandemic. I won't get into that. Uh, you know, during this whole pandemic, one of the biggest things for, for myself and for my family and my friends has been keeping some semblance of normal as best we can. And for a lot of us, it's really controlling what we can control. So for me, that means I try to exercise as much as I can on my own. Uh, for my friends, and another way that I do it is is I work. Because with work, I know I, sh- I show up every day and I come to work and I record podcasts like this and, and I write blog posts for all of you to consume and, and I talk with you all on a daily basis. So... What I want today to do is to talk about work and talk about something that we know we can control and specifically maybe one way that we can control how people are viewing our files in Solidus PDM. Now, Solidus PDM is probably our bell cow here at Inflow. It's it's what we all are aware with. We're, it's what we're all aware of. Uh, we're all pretty comfortable talking about it and, and we all know what we're doing. So I'm going to talk today about viewing files in PDM. So specifically, what I'm going to talk with you about is the different ways we can view files. So there are a couple different licenses in PDM. There's a couple different ways we can host our PDM. And I'm also going to talk with you about a specific application with PDM, and that's Web2. And that's where I'm going to spend the majority of my time, is talking about Web2 and how that application works. Talk about what ways you can set it up, and I'm also going to talk about the setup, because a lot of people have questions as they're setting it up, and they want to really understand what's going on. So I'll talk about what I see when I set it up. I've helped, it, I've helped on several implementations. I've set it up myself. So I'll talk about Web2 and some of the important things to watch out for while you're setting it up. But let's really talk about, you know, why is it important to understand how we can view files? And I think this is a pretty self-explanatory question because, you know, what use is a document management system if we have no access to it? So it's really important that we're able to view our files and understand exactly what's going on with them. So having a having a way to view these files and having a proper way of doing it can really go a long way, especially in times when we're working from home, you know, being able to access our files from wherever we are. So how do we view files? Let's get into that. And, you know... The first thing we would talk about is our different kinds of licensing. So with SolidWorks PDM, we have three different kinds of licenses. We have our PDM editor, our PDM contributor, and our PDM viewer. So let's break those down really quickly. Your PDM editors are going to be your SolidWorks users. They're the people that live inside of CAD. They're constantly working with your SolidWorks models, checking them in, checking them out, doing a lot of work modifying those documents or creating them or just anything with those files. Your contributors are going to be your people that are creating your supporting documentation. So this could be your quotes. This could be your your Word documents, your Excel documents, all of that stuff, but not the CAD files. They may see the CAD files. They may open them, but they are not going to take them out of read-only mode. They cannot check those files out. So that's really your contributors for you. And then you have your viewers, which come in paths of five. And what your viewers are able to do, they're able to log into the vault and view files. So they're able to go in and they can grab files and view them and see them, but they're always going to be in a read-only state. They have no ability to actually modify files, to add additional files to a vault. Really, all they get to do is take those files down and they can send them out. So this is great for like order entry people, people that need to get in, grab a quote document and send it off to a customer. That's perfect if they're a viewer. Additionally, like I said, there is an option to use Web2, which actually does consume those licenses. So the basis of everything is on those licenses. Now it's a matter of which license do we use and how are we going to properly use that license? So Web2, which is where I'm going to spend the majority of my time today, is 
an option to have your vault broadcast over a secure website. This is generally an internal site that you access via VPN. You don't have to. You can access it from anywhere. But it's run over IIS. So your IT department is in charge of kind of handling it, making sure it's on its own website. And there is the option to have your Sawdust PDM on the cloud, which is an option. I'm going to get into that in a future podcast, talk about our cloud hosting solution. But with a cloud-hosted vault, you're able to access from anywhere that you have access to the cloud. So as long as you've got an internet connection and can connect to the VPN, you could, in theory, get into your vault at any point in time, access your desktop, and do whatever you need. So that's another way you can do it. Again, I'm not going to break that down today. We've got a we can go a whole podcast. We could probably go a whole several podcasts about it. Uh, but that's kind of a future topic. So let's talk about Web2 and specifically how we're going to use it because that's that's an option that a lot of people are very curious about. And it's one that, you know, I don't know if everyone has a complete understanding of what you get out of it. So Web2 is the web-based client for SolidWorks PDM. And the way it works is very similar to how your normal vault works. So if you log into your Windows Explorer and you start browsing around, you see your preview, your data cards, all of your different stuff with your files, you have virtually that same view in your Web2. Now, it does not utilize SolidWorks to connect to the vault specifically. So I could access it on my phone, but if you go to your phone and you try to find the SolidWorks app, at least at the time that I'm recording this, there is no SolidWorks phone app out there. So really, it doesn't make sense to be able to access it using SolidWorks. So what it does is it uses an embedded eDrawings viewer. So it lets you open and view files. So you can view your SolidWorks model, spin them around just like you can in your preview today. It just doesn't use SolidWorks. It uses, I believe, no, it just doesn't use SolidWorks. So what's really cool about this whole thing is it's installed on the server side. So all of this information that you need, it's all controlled on a single machine. So you don't have to manage, you don't have to install anything on your clients, really. Your clients purely just need to be able to access it via the web. So again, a phone, a tablet, your laptop, your desktop, wherever you are, as long as you've got access to the internet, you can access your vault using Web2. And you get virtually the same controls that you normally get. So things like your zoom to fit, you get your ambient occlusion, you even get an explode view. So if you just wanted to do an explosion and, and see the different components and how they kind of fit together, you can do that inside of Web2. So it's not like with Web2, you're getting a really watered down version of PDM. You're really getting just another option of how you can view it. And another really awesome thing about it is that this isn't purely for going in and looking at files. You can download these files and you could use it if you're like a chat editor. You can actually check out these files and then work with them and then check them back in. There's a whole process for that. I won't go into it, but you can find it pretty quickly on the web and on the help file. But you can check out files. You can work with files. You can download files. So again, it's a very similar interface. Now, if you're a CAD editor, if you're someone that's always in SolidWorks, I don't necessarily recommend doing it this way just because you're not as connected to the vault as you normally are because you do have to go to the web browser. So maybe not for your CAD editors, but for a viewer, this is a perfect solution because these people might not always be in the office anyway. So it makes sense to give them mobile access to the vault. But maybe the best part about Web2 is that if you have SolidWorks PDM Professional today, you have access to Web2. It's not an additional charge. It is if you want us to set it up for you. But if you wanted to try and set up Web2 today, you can find the documentation on how to do it, and you can do it yourself as soon as you want. It's something that you're perfectly capable of doing. Again, you do have to have the IT infrastructure, which is probably the biggest deal is getting your IT on board because that means you have they have to open up a website. They have to make this available for people to access from the web. So talk with your IT administrators about doing Web2 if it's something you'd like to do because they can definitely help you out a lot. And if they're not okay with hosting a website, then maybe Web2 is not the best solution and we can look at something else. 
So there are some additional capabilities that you get inside of Web2. Again, it's very similar to your typical vault setup. So you can do things like searching and viewing all of your vault data. Uh, there is that mobile client that you can view from handheld devices. So that's all available to you. You can also preview multiple file types. So again, it uses an eDrawings type viewer. So you can view your SolidWorks files. You can also view your PDFs, your words. All of that is available via Web2. It's not just your SolidWorks files. It's not just your Word documents. It's all available because that's what this viewer is designed to be able to do. But oftentimes the people that are accessing these files, they need to do more than just be able to view files. If this isn't just a viewer, or even if it is just a viewer, often they need to be able to participate in the workflow. So being able to participate in workflows is a huge part of any PDM environment, being able to transition files and say, yes, I've looked this over. Yes, I've approved it. Again, this tool can be used. It can be used by a manager that's on the go. Maybe they're just in the airport between flights and they get an email saying, hey, I need you to look over this file. Well, you can log in on Web2 and approve that file because you can participate in workflows using the Web2 client. This doesn't have to be just a viewer only. You really get access to your vault in the same way that you do via your computer. So if you're that kind of user that is approving files and always on the go, this does contain the additional information that you need. So it's going to have things like the contains tab to know exactly what's in this file. It has the build materials tab the same way that your web client does, the same way your thick client does. You also get that where used information. So you know that if you've updated this file, you need to know what's going on in this other file as well. You need to keep track of that. That is all available in web two. And finally, uh, one last thing I want to talk about with what you get in Web2, again, it's a really sweet setup. I'm a big fan of Web2. You do get your custom column sets as well. So just like you can with your vault, any user that logs into Web2, they can have their custom column sets available to them. So it's not just the description and the date created. Instead, they can see all that relevant information, everything they need to know about, everything they need to keep track of. That is all stuff that they're able to do right from their web device. So let's talk about the setup of Web2 because it is... One thing that people are very curious about, there are a lot of questions that come in about setting up Web2. You know, what does it involve? What are some of the common pitfalls? What are some of the things I need to keep an eye on? So let's go through that now and talk about just Web2 and the setup. So the first question is, how is this hosted? Do you host it for us? Does Inflow host it for us? And the answer to that is, no, we don't host it for you. It's something that you can host internally because it all it uses is Microsoft IIS. So if you've got an IT administrator or a web administrator that is comfortable using IIS, they're able to log in and just set up the default website using exactly what's in the installation guide. So it's not some special application. It's not something fancy. Anyone that uses IIS today should be at least semi-familiar with setting up something like Web2. So if this is something you're interested in, in if this is something you're interested in and something that you would like to start doing, maybe just experimenting on your own before you talk to us, uh, if you decide to, the full setup guide for this is in your PDM installation guide. So wherever you've installed SolidWorks PDM, or if you just want to find it online, you can find the PDM installation guide, and it will walk you through exactly what I'm going through today. But following that installation guide is absolutely critical to setting up Web2. And the reason for that is not that there are a bunch of little gotchas in there. No, it's really important because there are a lot of little details. It's not something that you can skip a step and it's bet to work. I actually was just working on implementation not that long ago where we thought the administrator had set up Web2 correctly. But the thing is, if you look specifically at how IIS was installed, the .NET application wasn't installed. And you have to make sure that .NET's installed correctly. Otherwise, we're going to get errors and it's going to be very difficult to understand why. So the way I debugged it was I went through step-by-step step of the installation guide. If you follow that guide explicitly and you follow it step-by-step step verbatim, then you're going to be in really good shape. So the first step of the whole thing is actually setting up the server. 
and there are several prerequisites that need to be installed alongside of it. That includes the Web2 and the ASP.NET. That all has... Not Web2, sorry. That includes the .NET and the ASP. Those have to be installed alongside of it. Without them, it's not going to run, and it's not going to tell you, hey, you didn't install this. Instead, you'll have to go through step-by-step step and figure it out. So once you've got your server set up, then you have to set up a vault view. So the vault view, if you'll recall from setting up your normal PDM, your vault view is what lets you access your vault and view your files and actually work within it. So we have to have a vault view vault view set up on the server because that allows your users to access it. So everyone that connects to the Web2 device is going to be using that same vault view. And once we've got that vault view set up, we're going to have to configure the web2 config file, which is just web.config. That file has the information for how we connect to our vault. So that's going to include what server are we on? Uh, what are the credentials that we need? What is the vault specifically that we're going to access? So that config file really controls everything about our access to the vault. And by doing that correctly, by setting up that config file, we're able to ensure that people only access the correct vault. You can actually choose what kind of licenses they're able to access. So you can choose, are they only using viewer licenses? Or do they have a little bit more access with editing? and contributors. That's all stuff that is controlled by the config file. So there's a lot of power in that config file. Again, the installation guide walks you through every option you've got, exactly what it is you need to do to set it up. But that's something that you need to be aware of as you set up your Web2 environment. So then finally, we go into IIS. And that's where we do the final bit of setup. So when we set up IIS, we have to decide which kind of user account is going to have access. So this needs to be an account that has the appropriate level of permissions. So they need to have access to that web.config file, as well as the ability to run IIS, the service itself. If they don't have one of those two things, then that user is not going to be able to fire off the web2 command. And IIS is not going to actually do what it's supposed to. In fact, it's not going to do anything at all for you. So most of the issues I see around Web2, it has to be with a lack of permissions because that's really all we're doing with Web2 is we're setting up the user, we're setting up the correct permissions for that user. So if there's something wrong, it looks like it might be the permissions generally is where I go. So hopefully you got quite a bit out of that because I think Web2 is an underutilized application. You know, A lot of people use it, but you can use it as a viewer type application. It's a really nice way to allow your users to have access to the vault. As always with our topics, if you ever have any questions, if you ever want to just talk about these things and say, okay, I, I know you talked about this in the in your podcast, but what are some other things to talk about? What are some other things I need to consider? Feel free to reach out to your sales rep or reach out to me. I'm happy to talk with you about all this stuff and, and figure out what solution is best for you because that's what we're all about at Inflow is making sure that the right solution is given to you, whether that's the solution that... Uh, is the most affordable, whether it's a more expensive solution. It's really which one fits you best is our recommendation. So if you're curious about Web2, if you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. Otherwise, I hope you have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week, and I will talk to you next week.